0: Welcome to the Behind Their Business podcast, the show that's peeling back the curtain and showing what's actually happening behind the scenes of running a business. I'm your host, Steph Blake, and each week you'll hear from women at all levels of business who are showcasing their stories of struggle and triumph as they juggle business ownership with day-to-day life. Join us to hear inspiring stories and strategies for starting and growing your own business. Hey everybody, Steph Blake here, and I am so glad that you are here for this week's episode. As usual, it is going to be amazing, so you are in for a treat. But before we dive into that episode, I want you to join our private and 100% free and supportive community, for business owners to connect in called the Competent CEO Community. So if you have not joined us yet, here is your invitation to come and join us. Each week I also do a live training to share my best tips and tricks for scaling an online business the easy way. We talk about strategy, team building, mindset, tools, automation, and everything in between to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. So you can go to confidentceocommunity.com to join us today. And now let's dive in to this discussion with our incredible guest. I am so looking forward to the conversation with our guest today. She's going to be talking about what closing a successful business taught her about self-care and the overall importance of having boundaries around your business. And our guest today, she helps work-at-home moms cut through the overwhelm of starting and scaling a business by teaching them general business, time management, and mindset strategies so they can spend less time working and more time with the people they love. She also has a free mini course and information about a community on her website where she helps moms turn their passions into a profitable online business. So you can learn more about her on her website, W-A-H-M-CEO, so Work At Home Mom CEO, and you can find her on Instagram, W-A-H-M-CEO. That's a tongue twister right there, but (laughs) I'm so glad to welcome Rebecca. Thank you so much for being here. So do you want to just get started by telling everybody where you got or how you got started in your business? I know we have, we're going to talk about one business and then your business that you have now. So let's get to that first one way back in the day when you got started.
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. So my story is, um, goes way back to 2003. Um, I was working full time and I was I just had my first son, Um, he was a newborn and I was laid off from my full-time job uh, two weeks after coming back from maternity leave. So I went home and I was just devastated, as you can imagine. I had no idea what I was going to do because I had this new baby at home. We weren't in a position to where I could just stay home and and be a stay-at-home mom. I had to bring in an income But I also knew the pain of dropping my son off at daycare every single day. I hated it. It was gut-wrenching. And I'm sure many of the moms out there can completely relate to this. So at the time I was in marketing, um, and I decided, you know what, I'm done working for somebody else. I can do this on my own. There's no reason why I can't just take all of my skills that I was using in my full-time job and translate them into my own business. So if that's exactly what I did. So just put the stake in the ground that day and said, I'm just going to go out and start my own marketing consulting business. So that's, that's where my entrepreneurial journey started.
0: (laughs) I love that. And our stories are so similar in that regard. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my son yet. I actually started my business before I had my son with the intention of wanting to leave because like you, I didn't want to even have to go through the daycare drop-off because I knew it would kill me. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. It's hard.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, there's so many other moms listening to this right now and they're really going to resonate that. So I'm really glad that you shared that. So, okay,
1: go ahead. Okay. So I did that for, um, about seven years. I, and it was great. I loved it. I was working on my own. Um, I had, you know, a plethora of clients and was just kind of doing my thing. Um, in that time, I also had a second. So now I had two boys at home, and it was around 2007-ish, um, I started just kind of feeling I just like I wanted to do something else. Like I I loved what I was doing with my marketing clients, but I was kind of looking for a new challenge. You know, I think that's like every entrepreneur's play, right? You're always kind of looking for that next thing. And um, at the time we, I was, you know, had both my boys at home and we were always crafting and just doing like. These little projects, and we loved it, and it was so much fun. But I would talk to my other mom friends who would say, You know, I see you're always crafting with your boys. I would love to do that, but I can't come up with the ideas, and I hate going to the store and buying all of these supplies just to make one craft. And so, you know, I keep hearing this over and over, and I thought, Oh, that's such a shame, you know, because. Crafting like can really be a bonding experience with your kids, and it's fun and educational. So I came up with the idea of um, creating a craft kit. And at the time, craft kits just weren't really a thing. I mean, this might be dating myself, but at the time, you know, there was a you know one company out there who sort of made like sticker craft kits, and that was about it. So I came up with the idea to you know do this um, little craft kit business and it was really fun. It started off as it was always intended just to be kind of a side hobby, something I could do with my boys and and it just kind of was meant to be a small thing. Um, we started going to little craft shows on the weekends and I built a website and I had a Facebook page and that was just really it. You know, we just kind of started off slow and, and then, but before I knew it, it was, it was really taking off. So I don't know if you want me to keep going with the story or.
0: <laughs> yeah. So at this time, correct me if I'm wrong, you were still doing your consulting business and you were doing this craft kit on the side, right? I was.
1: Yeah. So all raising time, a couple of kids. Yeah. So yeah. at this point I had it, I had all of those. Yeah. So I was juggling all of it. Um, But again, you know, when I went into this craft kit business, I really just intended it just to be something like for fun, kind of like a hobby. Like if you were a knitter or a sewer on the weekend, this is what I was going to do on, you know, on the weekends as part of my just, you know, fun time. But what I found was that this, um, these craft kits just really (laughs) resonated with moms. And before I knew what was happening, it was just really taking off. Um, at the time, so I oh, want to ahead. pause right there because I'm, sure. I'm trying
0: to just, I'm a very visual person. So I'm trying to like yeah. paint this picture in my mind of what this looked like. So were you, I'm assuming you were taking orders through some kind of online form and then yeah.
1: through my website, correct. Okay.
0: And, and then how were you fulfilling on these orders? Were you hand delivering them? Were you shipping them to people?
1: Both? Yeah. Um, both. So all of these craft kits were, were the designs were my own, um, for each kit. And then I was, um, creating all of the pieces that would go inside. So if there was like, it required, you know, little circles cut out of paper, I was cutting off the circles. It sounds so ludicrous now, but at the time, that's what I was doing at a cricket machine. And I was, you know, just cutting all these things by hand and packaging them all by hand. And, you know, and it it was fun for a couple of months and then it just, it blew up and it became very difficult to manage. Um, But yeah, I would, I would fulfill the orders through um, in person. If I was at a farmer's market or a craft fair and through a website, if somebody wanted to place an order online.
0: Okay. So then at the peak of your success with this craft kit business, do you remember how many orders you were fulfilling at one time? I would say probably on like a, let's just say like on a monthly basis, do you remember how many orders you were getting?
1: Oh, hundreds. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And you were doing all of this by hand. Yes. Yeah. And I did have, um, I got to a point where I had, um, so I was fulfilling the orders and packaging them. And I got to the point where I was having like some friends come over and help me package these things because it just was getting, (laughs) getting to a point. My husband would help me. Um, yeah, so we had, we had a little assembly line going and then I, I had a, um, a woman that I had hired early on to help me manage all of the, um, publicity that I was getting because it started getting picked up by, um, mom bloggers who were featuring the products on their blogs and their websites. And it was getting picked up by, um, local news stations. And then it started going international and I just couldn't keep, I couldn't keep up with it. Like just the, the requests for, you know, product um, to, to write reviews on, or to feature me on their websites was just a full-time job in itself. So I did have help with that. But other than that, it was just, (laughs) it was just me and my, you know, my husband and the little crew of other uh, moms, I could get to help me <laughs> on the weekends.
0: Yes. That was going to be my next question was, did you have a team, but you already answered that because you no. can't fulfill all of those on your own. That you wouldn't be sleeping. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but for the most part, no, I did not have a team and that's kind of where things, um, took a turn in the stories. Um, but I, I can discuss that and, you know, further down the line here. <laughs> yeah. And
0: I'm, like I said, I'm a visual person. So I'm trying to imagine all of this, imagining you in your living room with just different pieces or like in your dining room table, different pieces scattered all over the place. Um, do you remember, and you don't have to share this if you don't want to, but I just like to hear like the revenue journey that people have gone on to. Do you remember how much you were making each month or maybe on each kit?
1: Yeah. So the kits were, they were profitable. I, I can't remember exactly the revenue. I mean, it's been, I closed it in 2013. So it's been a number of years, but right. it was turning a profit. Um, and, you know, that's, that's where it became such a difficult decision on whether or not I should move forward or, or ultimately close it down.
0: And that segues perfectly into why you decided to shut this down. I know you said you really wanted to focus on self-care, but you want to explain that a
1: little bit? Sure. So, you know, as I was saying, it was, it started off to be just a hobby business. That was my full intention of it. It just started growing faster than I could imagine. I ended up working on this full time, I gave up my, at the peak of it, I ended up giving up my marketing clients because I just couldn't manage both. And I was working on the craft kit business. Um, but what was happening was the, well, first and foremost, the joy out of, (laughs) out of it was starting to leave because it was becoming a very stressful endeavor, not only for myself, but for my family. Um, my intentions was, you know, when I started, it was, it was going to be something just fun I could do with my boys and be like a little side hobby. But, you know, through the experience and as time went on, I was completely excluding them from it because I couldn't manage, you know, these two little kids being part of it and being mommy's helper. And, and so they were being ostracized from it but more importantly, I found that I was working so much that I was working twice as many hours as I was when I was at my full-time job. And the reason I wanted to leave my full-time job was because I didn't want to have my time divided between, you know, my boys and my work. And you know, through this experience, I found that I was, you know, constantly pushing them off. I was sending them to people's houses so they could, I could get a few hours of work. I was working every night, we into the hours I was, you know, trading time with my husband on the weekends, he would take over. So we never had family time. And it just became one of these things that was taking over our life. And, Unfortunately, you know, my my motherhood was suffering and my marriage was suffering from it and I had to make a choice. You know, I got to this this crossroads where I either had to decide I'm gonna continue on with the success of this and I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna hire a team. I'm going to hand this over and really just, you know, make it big because I, I truly believed at the time that it could turn into something very big. And, you know, the trajectory was was supporting that. Um, or I could choose to shut it down and Ultimately, I felt the right decision for my family at the time was just to shut it down because I knew if I did take on a team and really started to um, grow it even further than it was that that would also take a lot of my time and my family you know needed me needed me more than I needed this business so That was a very tough decision. And I, it's still hard to talk about it. This is actually the first time I'm talking about this publicly. So it's a little, it brings up a lot of emotions. It's a little difficult still to this day, but, you know, ultimately I don't, I look back and I don't regret that decision. I don't, you know, time with my children and my marriage and my family is more important than, than any job or any company that I could ever run. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I completely agree with that. And it's also yeah. more important than any amount of money that can come into. I think a lot Absolutely. of people lose sight of that too, when they're just chasing dollar signs all the time, but
1: yeah. I'm
0: so glad that you realized that and you realized it really quickly. I would say, yeah. I mean, you weren't in this business for decades. Um, no, and I'm Yeah. Saying- just a
1: few years.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So did you end up selling the business or did you just close
1: it down? I tried selling it. Um, I did go that route at first and just couldn't find a, a dedicated buyer or somebody who was really serious about it. So ultimately I ended up just letting it go. <laughs> wow. Kinda, do, you, yeah. do you have
0: any dreams of bringing it back to life?
1: You know, for, for years I did, I thought um, you know, I'll, I'll wait until my kids are a little bit older and I'll resurrect this. And, you know, I still have the domain and the trademarks and all of the packaging and everything. I thought I'll turn this into something someday. But as time has gone on, I think I've just outgrown it. I've outgrown the idea and just not something that I'm 100% passionate about anymore. And I believe that if you are going to have a business, you should be passionate about it, right? Otherwise, it's hard to make something successful when you're not passionate about it. Um, so ultimately, no, I don't. I don't think it will ever come back. Um, I've often thought about taking the designs and and uh, writing a book and creating a book out of it to sell. But damn, as of now, everything just is kind of you know just laying there. <laughs> Right. So maybe we'll
0: see something in the future. Maybe not. You never
1: know. Who knows? How old are your kids right now? Um, I have a 17 year old, a 15 year old and a five year old. Okay.
0: So you're not out of the woods for a while with that five year old.
1: No, (laughs) no, definitely not. No. And yeah. And so this was um, a business when my two oldest were were little. This was when I was running that. So yeah, absolutely.
0: So I love your journey of Self discovery throughout this entire process, which eventually did it lead you to the business you're in now, or did you have another business in between? What does that transition look like?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's such a great question. I appreciate you asking that because it's a huge part of my story, actually. So after I closed this craft kit business, um, it was just kind of a, it was a tough time for me as an entrepreneur, you know, i struggled with a lot of guilt. Um, I had of course, you know, the mom guilt because I wasn't, you know, I didn't feel like I was, um, as present for my kids as I would have wanted to be during that time. Um, I had a lot of guilt because I knew that this business could be something huge and I let it go. And so it took me a while to get over that. Like I really struggled with that, you know, for some time. Um, But ultimately, you know, I went back to taking on marketing clients and continued to do that. And, And then I started to just like really see this passion develop in me that I really wanted to help other moms start simple businesses from home so they could be with their kids. And it was through that experience of learning what kind of entrepreneur I didn't want to be, you know, through, through this craft kit business that I feel like I'm now in a position to where I can look back and I can really help um, another mom on her journey. So that's really transitioned into, you know, my current role as a, as a business and marketing coach for moms wanting to start online businesses you know, because I think there's so many women out there who would love to work from home. But, you know, not only are they not really sure of the first steps to take, but they just really don't know how that fits in with their family. And, you know, through that experience, and then the many years of, of self-work and self-care and, and setting boundaries that I've learned to do, I am, you know, feel like I'm in a great position to to help those moms. So, it's really just that's just been such a transition for me and it's been a great a great way to start off this new um entrepreneurial experience that I'm in now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's so cool I guess to just look back and see how everything <laughs> in your journey has led up until this point. Yeah. Like, I know it's been that way for me like a couple of years ago, I was sitting in a cubicle working in a nine to five job. Now I'm doing something that's completely different. However, I'm still using those skills from that position to do what I do now. And I think that's something that a lot of people discount too, especially when they're thinking about getting started, whether it's Mm -hmm. in an online space or just starting a business in general, because they think that they're starting from square one.
1: Like, yes, you're not,
0: you have all of this experience that you've um, gained from not only your life up until this point, but you're if you've worked in any job anywhere, whether you were a hostess, you washed cars, you worked in a corporate environment, it doesn't matter. You're still learning things from each of those roles that you were in.
1: Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. It's so true. And I think people often discount, too, you know, you get so stuck in this. Um, you know what, your role as an entrepreneur has to look like, or what your business has to look like. And, and sometimes it's easy to get into that. Okay, I started this business to be one thing, and now I want to shift it to another. And that's okay. You know, we just as we grow, you know, in age and experience and wisdom you know, we also grow as entrepreneurs and, and our, you know, our interests and our skill sets change. And I think it's okay to, to really hone in on that and be willing to, to move, you know, with that and to grow with, you know, your business that way as well.
0: I'm so glad that you brought that up because oh my gosh, it is so true. Shifting, pivoting, whatever word you want to use, yeah, it, it's it's so true. I mean, when I first started in the online space, I started selling graphic prints on Etsy. That is oh, nowhere, okay. near. yeah, that's nowhere near what I do now, right? But <laughs> yeah. if I wouldn't have started, if I would have just taken that one little baby step to start selling five dollar custom graphic prints, it was ridiculous. I was. Drast- drastically <laughs> undercharging for my services. But if you don't take that first step to even try, then you're never going to know what could happen for you.
1: Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. And then
0: since that time, when I personally first started, I had nine other businesses before the one that I'm in right now. Well, yeah. I blame, I blame part of that on my ADHD, but we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> <Okay>. but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I also to your point of just having your sh- past your passions shift too as you get older, maybe you have kids and mm-hmm. then your not only your passion shift but your focus shifts too because now you have another human to care for, right?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So, do you want to speak to that a little bit? How well did things change at all when you had your
1: 5-year-old? Um, did things change with my business? Well, um, yes and no. Um, by the time I had my, my five-year-old, I felt like I was in a really good place of having, um, pretty good systems and processes set up for my business that it was a lot easier than, you know, Back in the day when I first started, I had no clue as to what I was doing. Yeah, so you're preaching I, to the choir right now. Yeah. So again, you know, I I was able to set set myself up a little bit better. You know, I gave myself a designated maternity leave, which I'd never had before. And, you know, just really worked hard to set myself up. Um, but I, you know, one thing that I've learned, you know, being an entrepreneur for many, many years, Um, is that you really have to be, um, good with your time and set boundaries for yourself, especially as a mother. Um, because it, you know, I think most entrepreneurs would admit that they absolutely love to work. And so sometimes it's really difficult to turn it off. And I have to be so strict with myself because I'll just work and work and work and work and work because of It's fun for me. I love it. And I pour my heart and soul into it. So, you know, some people like to go shoe shopping. I like to go to the library and get on my computer and work, you know, (laughs) it's just, it's just kind of ingrained in me. So I think, you know, you, but I have to learn to just, I got to turn it off. So I set just real clear boundaries with myself. When my time is working, I'm working. When it, my time is with my kids, it's with my kids. And, I have that past experience of not doing that and I know the ramifications of it. And so I can, you know, I, I feel that deep um, and it's just now it's non-negotiable for me. So that's mm-hmm. just how I operate. So I think, you know, in terms of did it, did it change my business? It did because it, it has made me realize that now that I have another little one at home, I need to be even stricter with my time. Um, and I've just, I've just maintained that since then.
0: Yeah. I resonate with that so much before Mm. I had my son and I was working in my VA business. I was also in my nine to five and I would work 16 or 18 hours a day, Mm. but I was doing it because I loved it. I could still sit in in front of a computer and work (laughs) all day long and have no problem. Yeah. I, I just love what I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think I run into so many of my clients who are the same in the same boat, they just love it so much that it's so hard to shut it off.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my husband thinks I'm he thinks I'm so weird because, like, <laughs> I have never <laughs> met somebody who loves to work as much as you do. Like, that means so I'm doing funny. the
1: right thing, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you have them call me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to start putting together a list of people. I'm going to say,
0: go talk to them because they understand.
1: me. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why yeah. it's important to have other entrepreneur friends because we get each other.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. 100%. But yeah, I completely agree with um, what you were saying about boundaries, especially as a mom, because mm-hmm. recently I lost my childcare. So I don't have any support during the week. Um, so my boundaries have had to be even more firm than ever before. And it has been rough, not yeah. even going to sugarcoat it because I love to work. I could yeah. sit here and work all day long, but I also love my son, right. And yeah. he's two years old, almost two and a half now at the time of recording this, which is crazy time flies, but oh, it does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I can just, re- it feels like yesterday he was just a little baby. I <laughs> see him pictures of him and, oh just yeah it goes so fast it, it
0: goes so fast and then that thought kind of pops up in the back of my mind i don't know if it does for you too like they're not going to be babies forever they're not going to be two forever they're going to be out of the house soon enough so while i do want to work all of the time and follow my passions i also know that my son my family is so much more important like you said before mm-hmm. than any business you could build any amount of money that you make yeah um so i'm really glad that you touched on that as well
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think that's, it's such an important point because, you know, you can, you can, it's easy to like, and I think your, um, your journey can ebb and flow as the kids have different ages, right? So when they're babies, it's very easy to work during nap time and stuff. And, but then as they get a little bit older and they become toddlers, they require more of your time. And so, you know, as moms who are running businesses, I think that you just have to really be willing to, to just ebb and flow with your kids. And you just got to know that it's always going to be changing. It's not going to be the same. So you're in one stage now, just embrace it because, you know, in the next couple of years, you're going to be in a different stage. And it It gets easier at times. it's harder at times, um, but it's all just such a blessing to be able to be at home and be there for those important moments and still be able to work. It's the best yeah. of both worlds.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it it's true. If I wouldn't have started this business, I would have been in a cubicle. I would have been working yes. from realistically because of my commute, seven in the morning until seven at night. so I would see yeah. my son maybe a couple of hours a day. so. Yeah. I I really love your point about just those different seasons of yeah. life that you're in as a business owner, as a parent, and really just finding what works best for you and yeah. for your family. I think that's really important because it's not yeah. going to look the same for everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's so important to, if you have a partner or a spouse to really make sure that they're on board and because there are going to be times, you know, if you, especially if you work with clients that you might have a situation where you have to you know, work outside of your normal business hours, and it's good to make sure that they, you know, are supportive and and on board with how you're going to work as well, because it it makes all the difference. It really does.
0: It it truly does. I have the most supportive husband in the whole world. He has awesome. been my by my side since day one, cheering me on, wondering why we're not millionaires yet. I keep telling him it's <laughs> coming. Just give me a break, <laughs> give me some time But yes, if you don't have somebody in your corner like that, it will be a lot more difficult. So. I truly hope that everybody has. if Maybe it's not a partner. Maybe it's a family member or a friend who can be there when you need them yeah. to watch the kids, or um, I don't know, give you a break so you can watch yeah. TV if you need to and <laughs> just yes. like binge on Netflix shows. Which actually leads me to something that I want to talk about just really quickly is self care. So mm-hmm. um, this is also really important. So we've talked about. The successful business. We've talked about um, boundaries and how we can manage those with our families and our businesses, but we didn't talk about us or you and how you mix self-care in with that and really focus on yourself. <laughs> do you have any routines that you do?
1: Uh, um, I'm trying to get better <laughs> and I, I kind of laugh because it this does not come naturally to me. Self-care doesn't in relation to my business. And that is because, you know, I was saying it earlier, I love working so much that sometimes working becomes my self-care. It becomes my escape from everything else because it's so much fun for me. But with that said, um, I have found that I, I have to have something else outside of that. I have to be able to turn turn off that you know (laughs) entrepreneurial spirit and really focus on myself and I had um kind of a health scare a couple of years ago that like just really drilled that into me that okay you I need to start taking care of better care of myself I need to have time that is focused on you know just myself my you know rejuvenating spiritually um you know, working on making sure my body is healthy and strong. And that needs to really be outside of my business and outside of my children and my family. Um, and is it easy? No. <laughs> and is it perfect? I am definitely not perfect at it. I, it's, it's constantly a work in progress. I have to put it on my calendar. I have to make sure I'm doing it. And, um, Fortunately, my husband is very good at forcing me to do it as well he'll be like just go for a walk you need to get you know you, you need to go do this and you need to go do that because he knows I just I won't do it I'll you know I put my family first and then I love to work on my business so I put that next and then I'm usually kind of somewhere <laughs> way down the line um, so but you know with all that said it is really important and it's definitely something that I advocate for and I and I I I wouldn't say preach, but I'm a full supporter of making sure that you have self care because it's so important, especially mm-hmm. as a mom and entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, I think our husbands are very similar because he will <laughs> come into my office if I'm working and he's like, "Here's a smoothie. Drink the yeah. smoothie. You're oh, not going to awesome. eat any bad food. Get up, go take a walk. I'll watch the kid.
1: Like, <laughs> you need
0: to get away from the screen. Go yes. do something else."
1: Yeah. yeah, and do you find that you just get so sucked into what you're working on that you lose sense of time. Cause there's many days I look up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, did I eat lunch? I forgot got to eat lunch. I, you know, where did this time go? <laughs> yes. Any day
0: that I have somebody watching my son or help with him, I am that way. But yeah. like I said before, I think a lot of it personally for me has to do with, I have ADHD. So there's something called hyper-focus. I'm not mm. sure if you're familiar with that.
1: No, but- I'm not.
0: It essentially means you can get so focused on something that you literally like zone out the rest of yeah. the world. Oh. Yeah. And it's great as an entrepreneur because I can get a lot of stuff done in a short mm-hmm. amount of time. But it's also not great because I can sit at my computer for six hours yeah. at a time. <laughs> yeah, maybe get new. up to go to, yeah. Maybe get up to go to the bathroom and that's it. But I don't eat, I don't do anything else. So it's like, it has its pros and cons. So I have to be very (laughs) cognizant of it. um, Because if I don't, I can literally not move for hours at a time, which is not good either.
1: No, definitely not. So it sounds like you, you are in kind of the same boat where you (laughs) almost have to force yourself or set a timer so that you'll remember okay, wait, I got to eat. I got to move. I got to practice a little bit of self-care here.
0: (laughs) Yes. I have reminders on my phone for everything. So Mm. the reminders are constantly popping me up, reminding me to get up and like to stand up to get some more water because I have this giant cup of water. If anybody's watching the video, they can see this, (laughs) but once it's gone, I don't get
1: up to refill it. (laughs) 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 It it defeats the purpose, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad I am not alone. So that is that's good to have camaraderie there. <laughs> yeah, you
0: are. You're not alone at all. Um, well, thank you so much for being here today. This oh, has been yes. yeah, such a good conversation. I'm so glad that we talked about this because I know that so many other people and moms especially are going to resonate with this message. And um, yeah, so if people want to learn more about you, I know I shared your Instagram handle before. It's W-A-H-M-C-E-O is that, how do you say that? Do you? Wham,
1: Wham CEO, like work at home mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I was, um, considering changing that and I, Instagram wouldn't let me, so I guess it's just meant to be, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I'm at, uh, it's actually the Wham CEO, T-H-E, the Um, on. Perfect. Thank you for correcting me. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. I would love to connect with anybody. So just you can, that's probably the easiest place. So I'm most active over there on Instagram. Perfect.
0: That sounds great. Thank you again so much for being here. I really appreciated talking with you today.
1: Oh, you as well, Stephanie. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Behind Their Business podcast with me, Steph Blake of the Blake Collective, which is a female-led company focused on helping online entrepreneurs start and scale their own businesses. If you or someone you know would make a great guest for the show, we would love to interview you. Visit our website at BehindTheirBusiness.com to submit a short application and learn more about the show and how you can support our mission. If you enjoyed the show, we would love for you to share it with a friend or a loved one too. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you again for listening to the Behind Their Business podcast.